So this is going to be my year in review show. Um, going to run down the games that I've been playing this year. And uh, it's quite a lot, so I'll probably be uh, just saying a few, few words on each uh, title. We'll see which ones um, I decide to talk more on. But um, uh, the first game in January that I was playing was The Last Guardian, and I wasn't really... Um, putting all that much time into it, uh, I thought maybe I could play it with my son. He was uh, three at the time, and we started playing it, but it was kind of scary for him, and I don't think he was all that interested. Um, so we only played a couple of sessions. And uh, yeah, this is probably my first... We, I was talking about my disappointments uh, earlier this year and this is um i mean this wasn't a game that came out this year it came out very late uh 2016 but it uh, initially i was kind of disappointed with it because um i, I don't maybe it just starts slow uh, and i wasn't in the mood or in the right uh, mind frame mindset <clears throat> for it i'm gonna give it another chance uh, hopefully soon but uh, yeah, it didn't re really grab me the first couple of sessions or two, three sessions, uh, which was what I played. And um, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll see if I get back to it. Uh, uh, this is a game that made me buy a PS3 um, back in 2009. Uh, I pre-ordered this game because it got, at that time, it got a release date, I think was... Uh, for late 09 or, or 2010 I, I pre-ordered it anyway <clears throat> along with the HD updates for Shadow of the Causes and Ico and those those shipped I have yet to play them again uh, I played them back on the PS2 and I haven't I haven't actually played them on the PS3 and now I'm looking forward to the re uh, the updated re-release of uh, Shadow Classes because that looks really cool. Um, so I'm, I guess I'm a bit of a hypocrite. <laughs> but uh, I guess that, that's what happens uh, when there's new games to play. Those tend to be prioritized over going back and uh, looking at games that you already played. So, um, uh, yeah. That's, that's uh, the way it goes, I guess. Um, but yeah, hopefully I'll, I'll, I'll give it some time. I mean, uh, Ico and to a certain extent and, uh, and Shadow Clauses uh, definitely are, uh, games that, uh, really made imp in an impression on me. Shadow of the Clauses is, I think, my second or third uh, game of all time. And, um, uh, well, not second or third, actually, it will be more like my fifth. But um, uh, just beating out Ico, I guess, for sixth place or so. It's definitely on my top ten. Um, but uh, times have changed. Uh, games uh, have evolved. And a lot, I think a lot of games have been inspired by maybe not as much of the Colossus, which is a shame because I really love those taking down those Colossi. That was a really exhilarating experience. But... Uh, Definitely Ico has uh, been a, an inspiration to many games. Um, 
So um, yeah, I'll, I'll get back to Shadow Classes, uh, or I mean to Last Guardian. Um, definitely need to, to give that a fair shake at uh, some point. So next up was uh, Rise of the Tomb Raider. Um, this got a lot of a lot of uh, buzz back in uh, 2016 and 2015, even I think um, when it was released on the Xbox One, and it sounded really cool. I really enjoyed the uh, first um, Tomb Raider game of the reboots. Um, and I was really looking forward to Rise of the Tomb Raider uh, after that because I, I, yeah, like I said, I, I, I really liked the first one. I, I think I did everything in that game, more or less anyway. Uh, spent a lot of time with that and had, had tons of fun. Uh, it really, uh, really enjoyed that more than I did The Last of Us, which was uh, a game I played um, shortly after, which is the uh, first game I played on my PS4, uh, I played played uh, well, the, the prior Tomb Raider game on my 360. So, um, so Rise of the Tomb Raider, I was really looking forward to that, and uh, had to wait a year uh, for the uh, timed exclusive to to end um, for the Xbox One, and uh, so I started playing that, and in, um, in January. Ran into February, February, and um, I I, uh, I liked the game quite a lot. Um, not quite as much as I liked the its predecessor. I think maybe um, it did a lot of the same, so it wasn't as impressive. Uh, and I guess I had uh, higher expectations this time around. But I mean, I I did play 34 sessions or so with it, so maybe like 50 hours or something like that. And um, uh, I didn't do everything, but but I had a lot of fun. Um, uh, I I I really prefer this type of gameplay to uh, to um, um, I'm blanking on the name. <laughs> Um, to Uncharted, um, but uh, I mean I like those games a lot. They have a really are really charming and um, have they're really well told and uh, well acted as well. So, but uh, yeah, that's that's uh, I think all I have on on Tomb Raider. I also uh, gave Fire Emblem Heroes a try. It was for me the first Nintendo game available on a, on a, on, a, on phones because I had uh, switched from iPhone to to Android. So um, Mario Run wasn't available, and um, I guess Pokemon in in a way is a Nintendo title. Isn't really a Nintendo title, but it's by the Pokemon company. But yeah, it's almost a Nintendo title. Well, anyway, um, didn't play any of those, so Fire Emblem was the first one I tried. Um, I really like Fire Emblem, uh, going back to the first release on the GBA. Uh, I didn't play the old uh, games that were released on the Famicom, um, 
I was uh, not importing games at the time, so um, I had no idea that they existed. But uh, there was a lot of buzz around the first Fire Emblem coming to the GBA, I remember, uh, back in the 2000s. And, um, and uh, a lot of hay made about uh, the permadeath of the characters. And uh, yeah, I, I really enjoyed the first one that came out. I don't remember what it was named, but uh, I played the heck out of that. Um, it, there was some some difficulty spikes. I remember, especially in the the end, uh, the last um, battle was really tough. Uh, I'm not sure I actually finished it or not. Uh, I can't remember. Um, but um, still. Lots of fun. I, I tried um, um, whatever that was called. There was one, the first one released on the DS. Didn't uh, grab me as much. I don't think I ever finished it. Don't really know why. I think I was tired of the extremely verbose um, <laughs> um, dialogues. Um, they're extremely talkative. They don't really say anything. There's just there's just text bubble after text bubble after text bubble with all this unnecessary bullshit, and uh, that got really irritating because I do want to know what the setup is for each battle, but um, so I, I tend to I read them anyway, and I don't like to skim because I'm afraid of missing something, and uh, I don't like skimming in general. It just stresses me. I want to read something properly, <laughs> as if I'm reading aloud. So I read pretty slowly. But uh, yeah, that that kind of uh, killed it for me back then. Um, and uh, yeah, uh, the, the the GameCube one, and I think there was a Wii one that uh, um, I don't know. I, I never got around to getting those. And uh, then I did. I haven't owned a, a 3S or a Wii U, so. Um, I don't think there was one on Wii U, but there was one on 3S, which is supposed to be really good. Um, but uh, yeah, so anyway, I was uh, really looking forward to, to playing uh, Fire Emblem again. And of course, I realized that it was going to be a different type of experience. Uh, Nintendo had said so much, uh, as much. Um, but I was really put off by the... Uh, the, the card uh, system of, of um, randomly uh, getting heroes and there being different rarities and um, everything being cent uh, centered around just collecting the characters. I don't really care about that. I, wa I want uh, interesting and challenging uh, tactical uh, battles. Uh, and, and pitting different powers against each other, and it, that was really dumbed down. The, the battles were uh, small and short, and uh, yeah, didn't keep my interest. Um, I fell off that uh, pretty quickly. Um, I guess I played uh, just a few sessions. Uh, since I played nine sessions, I guess that's not very much uh, because they're pretty short, usually. So that's uh, Fire Emblem Heroes. In February, I also played uh, uh, GTA V. Um, I received the game 
as a gift for my 40th birthday when I also got my PlayStation 4. And uh, so it had been lying around for a couple of years. And uh, and I guess I'd put off playing it uh, for even more years because it came out on the, the earlier generation, on the 360 and the P3. And this was the re-release, uh, the HD hdfi version or whatever, remastered anyway. I guess the other other consoles were HD as well. But uh, yeah, I, I mean, I really enjoyed uh, GTA 4. I love that, or love, but I really liked that game um, and the DLCs as well. I think uh, uh, The Lost and Damned, I preferred over um, um, Gay Tony, but Ballad of Gay Tony, but I enjoyed both of them and, and I really enjoyed the base game as well. Um, but uh, getting into GTA 5, I um, wasn't all that uh, um, um, enthralled by, by the game. Um, it felt kind of like, oh yeah, I've done this before. Uh, same old, same old. And uh, the first guy you play as, I think his name is Mike, uh, the older, the older guy. Um, uh, he really didn't do it for me. I thought he was uh, kind of lame uh, or un- uninteresting and and and, uh, and just an idiot. <laughs> and uh, so I, I kept playing to to see what the other characters were like. I got to start playing Frank, um, but he seemed pretty boring as well. Um, and I, I just got yeah, tired of, of it. Uh, I never got as far as Trevor, which is supposed to be the real asshole and uh, the, 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 peop- the, the one people are really irritated with. So <laughs> I guess, um, I don't know what I would have felt uh, about him, but uh, yeah, I had a few sessions of the game. Uh, didn't spend any too much, too many hours on it, um, like ten something. Um, and then I just I, I put it aside. Um, it wasn't really wasn't really doing it for me. After GTA Five, I uh, gave Steam World Dig a try. I was listening to a. Um, a developer interview with the developers are Swedish and they were on a developer interview um, show, a podcast um, that I listened to uh, in Swedish. And um, I got intrigued. I, I've, I had previously bought the game on, uh, I think, a Humble Bundle and uh, just hadn't gotten around to looking at it. Uh, so I gave it a try. Um, it's a pretty fun game, um, fairly simple, um, it's like a dig dug with some RPG elements and uh, I get some Spelunky vibe over off it as well I guess because you're digging down in the ground and finding uh, both enemies and, and the treasures and things. And uh, I, I like the setup where you're digging deeper and then you... Uh, take whatever you you've found and you get back to the surface to sell and buy new equipment and um and, and as you progress your you you get checkpoints along the way so you can 
fast travel app. But uh, and the humor is cool uh, or fun, and uh, I like the art style. It was really nice. Um, but I was playing on the PC, and uh, I don't know. I, I kind of don't prefer to play on the PC. Uh, I play on a lap, or I have a laptop, and uh, usually I'll just play that uh, if I'm away from home. So, um, yeah, I gave that uh, a, f a few sessions, but uh, didn't really stick with it. But um, it's a cool game. I, I, I will definitely get back to it at some point. So, Little Big Planet 3 was uh, part of a PlayStation Plus um, yeah, game, Games of the Month uh, at some point. And um, I thought that might be a good game to play with my son. Uh, we we played a number of sessions, uh, six sessions in in total. So I guess um, somewhere around six hours, I I think. Um, and uh, I mean, it's minor increments uh, of improvement over Little Big Planet One and Two. It's not really that interesting, I find. Um, but I was mainly. Um, mainly playing just to have something to play with my son that he might enjoy and he was kind of enjoying it uh, sometimes he it's he, i don't really know if he's having fun or not he just politely sits and watches as i play because he likes to to do that and then uh, you only find out afterwards that uh, yeah he doesn't want to play it again but uh, <laughs> it makes me kind of feel dumb uh, for not uh, noticing or asking but uh, yeah, we fell off that uh, after a few sessions, but we were playing that uh, during March. Gave uh, Tearaway Unfolded a chance as well, but uh, he was really not interested in that. Um, that didn't last long at all. And um, yeah, I don't know. It looks nice. I, I thought it would be something that I would be into, um, but um, I don't know. Didn't grab me. It's probably a game I, I I won't play again, even though I I'd like to maybe give it a chance. But at this point, there's so many things to play that uh, I mean we're really we're really spoiled. <laughs> uh, those of us who enjoy games, there's so many games that you um, either get for free or uh, basically free, and they're, or they're on sale for next to nothing. And uh, you can find so many great games now that uh, it's it's um, it's hard to to motivate yourself to go and play a game that's only so-so, even though it seems kind of cool and you think you'd you'd enjoy having had having had played it. But um, yeah, you you can't just play something just to to take it off a list. Or, well, you can, but it it's a dumb reason to have. Um, I'll just keep going here. There's some other ones. I um, Super Mario Run was finally released on uh, Android, so I gave that a chance. Just played it one session or so. Um, it's it's a fine little uh, uh, runner, I guess. But um, I might pick it up again if I'm really bored at some point. But that almost never happens. So, <laughs> like I said, there's always something else to do. Um, we also tried the Loco Roco 
that was released and i'm wondering if this is the uh remake or not because i heard people talking about the remake and saying that it was well done but the lokoroku we played um was really really uh, not very well implemented on the ps4 this this was on ps4 i should say um i i, I mean i loved lokoroku back uh, on the playstation portable uh it was probably one of my favorite games on that system <clears throat> and uh i actually got i had my parents try it and uh my i think it was my my mom or my dad my mom maybe that uh didn't want to stop playing it when we, when i said okay it's time to to have some dessert or whatever we were having some coffee and some pie and she was like oh i just want to keep playing this and, and that's unusual my parents don't play a lot of games especially not my mom um but yeah i was really disappointed with the this version it was a lousy port and there was uh it was the frame rate was really low so uh we got nauseous uh watching it or i did at least my my son was watching and not really interested <laughs> um yeah it didn't work um at all i would say so in may uh we also gave lovers in a Dan- dangerous space time uh, a chance uh, i know that's a game that uh danielle riendo uh, over at waypoint has been talking about i also listened to her on uh, idle weekends uh, so she's she's one of my favorite um game journalists or whatever you want to call them um people that talk about games <laughs> and um i know she's talked about that uh a bit and uh and other others as well jeff canada which is of course also my one of my favorite i favorites i know i mention him a lot um and it's it's a really charming little game um uh, would be perfect to play uh multiplayer you're controlling these little spaceships and you have different different uh posts within the ship um to man so someone has to control the ship uh, someone controls the shields another person might be shooting some guns in one direction and somebody else is firing missiles in another direction and if you don't have a number of the number of uh, players that uh, there are tasks then you have to run between the different uh, the different stations to to man them and of course the game is is timed so that you can do that or or paced so you can do that um so that was kind of fun uh, we had a few sessions of that um but hey uh, same thing there um, so much else to play that uh, we just dipped in had a few sessions three sessions and all and then moved on been playing on and off uh, me and my son is the witness that's uh, for the longest time that was our uh, our go-to game he he really enjoyed that game he called it the forest <laughs> um because i guess uh, because of the title screen uh, has the uh, trees uh, and like autumn uh, look to it and uh, he, he liked uh, us wandering around that island and <clears throat> tracing the the puzzles uh, in in the environment as well as on the uh, different puzzle uh, um, 
pads and uh, unlocking doors and all that. He thought that was uh, really magical. So we played that quite a lot uh, earlier as well. Um, so that's been on and off. I guess now it's, we fell off it since uh, May, I guess was the last time we played it. And um, we also gave Sack and Wiki a chance. I haven't played that since uh, the early days of the GameCube. Uh, no, the Wii, I mean. Um, uh, it's on the Wii, of course. And um, so we gave that a few sessions. Uh, just a couple, actually, because he, he kind of got bored with it, uh, I guess, because uh, it's quite a difficult game. And if you don't, it's easy to fail. And uh, then you have to redo the whole stage. And I don't think he had the patience to do to watch that. Um, but it's it's a it's a good game. It's a fun game. Um, like with so many of these other games, it's one that I'd like to get back to. And this was me getting back to it uh, actually after many years. Um, although we didn't stick with it to the end, I didn't. We didn't even get <laughs> up to the point where I was. Um, I felt we needed to restart because I had no idea what I was doing, and I thought it would be more fun to play from the beginning anyway. But uh, that's that's a really a good game, and I wish it would be re-released. Um, should be, should be a function, good game to have on. Um, um, it would be kind of cool in VR, maybe with the move controllers. I could imagine that, um, and uh, and also it, it could probably function quite well on. Uh, on other platforms, on a mobile platform or what have you. Uh, you could definitely play it with a controller as well. It's not the same thing, of course, but uh, um, I felt I feel like it could be done. It's a shame that they haven't done anything more with it, but uh, thumbs the brakes, I guess. So the main game of the uh, first half of this year is uh, a game I started playing in early March, and it was pretty much the only game I played, except when I was playing things with my son, uh, all the way <laughs> till I left for uh, summer holiday um, in early July. And um, that game is Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild. Um, wow, I, I just... I just adore this game. Uh, it's it's the best thing ever, <laughs> in my opinion. Um, yeah, this is my favorite game of all time. Uh, it it uh, surpassed the games that I had there previously. Um, um, in my mind, I had a tie for uh, first with um, with uh, Monkey Island Two and Half Life Two. So for 14 years, uh, or 13 years, um, since the release of Half-Life 2, um, those have, have held the, the top spot. But uh, yeah, Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild blow them out of the water, definitely. Uh, I find this game completely uh, magical. Uh, it makes me feel like a little kid again. Um, just to... Just to being so so giddy and and uh, full of wonder about what what I might see around the next corner, 
and constantly being surprised and uh, delighted at what I find. Um, Breath of the Wild does something that other open world games, uh, most notably the Elder Scrolls games, uh, fails to do. I remember, I mean, I, I played uh, Oblivion to death. I, I played it over 300 hours. Um, I love that game back on the 360. It was, uh, for the longest time, the only game I played, um, at least uh, regularly. And, uh, and uh, yeah, what I was going to say is that in that game, you you come into this... you. You t- keep coming into new environments and new little places and think, oh, I wonder what's in here. And you're just disappointed. No, wait, there's nothing here. <laughs> there's just a dead end again. Or, uh, wow, what's in this uh, pond? Maybe there's something on the bottom. Nope, nothing here. Uh, and things like that. Um, of course, there's things down in the dungeons and then you find towns and all that. But there's, there's not too much to surprise for you after a point uh, you pretty much know what you're going to get but uh, with Breath of the Wild that game kept kept surprising me all the way through um, I mean I, I played it for 160 hours over 150 something sessions and uh, all the way through there's always something new to find um, so so many inventive and fun little environments and uh, places to explore and new uh, systems to, to play around with and uh, uh, experiment with and, and mix and match and trying to trying to solve problems in different ways and uh, I, yeah I I just I was never bored in that game there was no even though it was, I played it for so long I I didn't feel like there was any busy work. I I mean, I didn't have to do anything more than I wanted to. Um, If if I was doing one thing for a long time, it was just because uh, that's what I was into at the the time. Uh, I never felt forced to do it. Uh, Unlike, again, games like Oblivion Skyrim, where a lot of times you you head down into a dungeon. At least this is what the way I play. I, I'll go down into the dungeon. I'll clear out a few rooms, and oh wait, I guess I'm uh, um, I've reached my uh, carrying uh, capacity. I'm gonna have to go travel back to some town, sell some things, or stick them in the house or something, and then okay, back and uh, continue down the level, and then no oh, back uh, and. Uh, uh, sell some things and and so forth and so forth um, and a lot of things like that or or you're out hunting for some some herbs and you have to get a number of something or other and there's all these fetch quests that are all samey and uh, yeah it, it gets kind of boring after a while uh, even though I I really like those games I mean especially Oblivion I I really like that Skyrim was a little too samey even though they introduced some new systems. Uh, it wasn't different enough, and the environments were a bit too similar, I thought, as well, um, to each other. Uh, not enough variation, I guess. But uh, in uh, that's definitely not the case in, in Breath of the Wild. I, I just I just love that game. The only reason I stopped playing was because I had borrowed the Wii U I was playing on from a colleague, and I felt bad for borrowing it for so many months. Um, and also, I was going away for the summer for a few, for several weeks. So I thought this would be a good 
time to end. So I never actually played any of the two DLCs that have come out. Um, and I still had, uh, I think, five or so, four or five uh, uh, um, shrines left to do. And uh, a few other things, collectibles to do, and a bunch of side side uh, missions. So now that I've ordered a Switch, I, I'm pretty sure at some point I'm going to get pick up uh, Breath of the Wild and play it again. I'm afraid to do so because I'm afraid it, it'll kind of tarnish the memory and I might not enjoy it as much. But I want to see the DLCs and I, I would like to to do more of the side missions because there's supposed to be some that are really good that I never got around to. Also, I never really got into beating Lionels in any any real way. I beat a couple just uh, and um, it kind of irks me. <laughs> They didn't become a Lionel killer <laughs> like some other ones or some other people I've heard. So uh, at some point, I'll pick it up again. Uh, maybe it'll be for the summer. But hey, uh, more and more games are coming out on the Switch as well. So um, uh, I'll, probably have, I'll probably keep busy with other titles and not have time to go back to Breath of the Wild. Well, I had the, uh, the Wii U. Uh, which I borrowed. I also checked out DuckTales Remastered, uh, which my colleague had, had bought and it was on the system. So uh, that was a game that my son also enjoyed playing. Uh, I, I never played the DuckTales games uh, with the Disney, what were they called? Disney Afternoon Special or something. Uh, I never played any of those games. They were kind of on the cusp of uh, me being too old. And um, um, also, I was already back then uh, wary of uh, any uh, licensed games because they tended to be really bad back in the 90s um, and the 80s. So um, I, I was hesitant to even check them out. Um, but. Uh, <clears throat> But DuckTales Remastered was uh, really fun. Uh, I had a lot of fun with that. Uh, it, it was short. Uh, we beat it in just a couple of settings, but uh, but still, it was uh, fun. Well, well made. Uh, so um, uh, that kept us busy for a, a, a couple of days. Uh, other than that, we played uh, a little game called Lumo. Um, that uh, I, that was included with uh, PlayStation Plus at some point. Um, definitely a, a B-tier game. Uh, you can tell it's produced or produced. It's created by a, probably a small team, maybe a single person. Uh, it's a little buggy. The controls are uh, not perfect, um, but it it provided some joy, at least for my son and. Uh, I let him decide what we were playing, so he kind of liked the, the character. You could choose which colors um, they would wear, and he really likes pink. So he, we got this little wizard guy who looks uh, in a pink robe and, and pink hat. Um, and uh, so after he got bored with that, uh, I took a I, I took a chance and bought the Disney Afternoon Collection. Uh, that, that was the word I was looking for before Disney Afternoon Connection, uh, Afternoon uh, Specials. But um, 
yeah, uh, but that wasn't uh, at all as as fun because uh, I thought they would have redone the graphics, which they didn't, and uh, the sound and the eight bit graphics really didn't impress my son. So <laughs> we only played that the one time. Uh, I I didn't find it, them to be very fun either. So um, that was uh, quickly put aside. Um, and instead, we picked up uh, World of Goo, one of my favorite games of all time. Um, I think it was my favorite game in '09 when I played it. Um, it uh, I still have uh, uh, one of the tracks as my uh, ring sig- uh, my my what do you call it? Mobile uh, ring signal, ring signal. Is that the right word? Sounds swinglish. Um, yeah, I have it on my phone when my phone rings, uh, and another one as my uh, alarm when I get up in the morning, and I've had that, those for for these many years. Um, uh, I, I really like the soundtrack to that game. Um, at some point, I'm gonna go back and maybe record a uh, a reading of of old reviews I've done uh, just for posterity. Uh, We'll see, but I did I did do a review for that game and uh, I gave it nine out of ten I think, and uh, wow I, I, it's a it's a really fun game and it was fun to go back with to it, um, even though I don't, I'm not sure my son enjoyed it quite as much as I do, uh, even though he likes uh, building things. Um, uh, yeah, he thought it was pretty funny, but. Uh, yeah, we stick with it for a, a, a couple of sessions, but uh, um, fell fell off it after a, a while. So um, I don't remember exactly how and when I picked up SteamWorld Heist, but uh, like I was saying earlier about SteamWorld Dig, uh, I was intrigued to check it out. It seemed really cool to have a 2D uh, side-scrolling XCOM-ish turn-based tactical game um, and I like the uh, aesthetic the world the steam world uh, of steam world dig so um, I, I give that a chance um, but yeah I, I kind of get bored with it after a couple of sessions um, it felt a bit samey the uh, there wasn't enough uh, variation. I guess it's a problem when they do it in 2D, uh, like uh, from the side instead of a uh, top-down um, uh, or isometric view, like uh, like an XCOM. So um, yeah, speaking of XCOM, I I started playing. Also, just after that, I started playing XCOM: Enemy Within uh, during the summer when I was away. Because uh, I had it on my PC, and I was thinking uh, I had a lot of fun with XCOM 2 last year, and uh, I was thinking I really wanted to go back and play X- uh, XCOM Enemy Within because I really enjoyed XCOM Enemy Unknown, and uh, I hadn't played Within even though I I had it, uh, which I also picked up at, on some sale at some point on Steam. So um, I gave that a few sessions. Uh, I didn't get really get all that much time to play games uh, during the summer. So so uh, I played for five sessions or so, and um, 
I also tried the Dishonored. Um, this was my second attempt at Dishonored. Um, also a game I have. I think I have it on my PS3 through PS Plus. Uh, and I also had it uh, on the PC, I guess. I, I think I bought it really, really cheaply on a Steam sale at some point. And I had tried it once before and uh, it didn't grab me. I gave it another... Uh, chance. I played it actually a number of sessions, but um, um, three or four at least at, at this point. But um, yeah, something about it just just isn't uh, keeping my interest. Uh, I'm not sure what it is because I, I I tend to like this kind of game. I mean, I really liked. Uh, uh, the new Deus Ex game, uh, the, the, the um, and um, and games like that, um, uh, and I like uh, snaking games, like I've talked about earlier with Sticks and uh, and Splinter Cell and games like that. Um, but um, I don't know. I'm not quite sure what it is. If it's the art style, I in in theory I like it, but somehow. Uh, I'm just not grabbed by it. Maybe I thought it was a bit too loose. I wasn't. It was hard to determine how careful I had to be and uh, when the guards would see me or not. Uh, I, I, like uh, it's kind of strange because with the sticks, I was saying that it was too easy to figure out uh, where the um, um, where the uh, or how big the uh, vision cones were and so forth and uh, I, I pretty quickly learned um, when and where the guards would see me and you'd think that would be a good thing but I kind of uh, didn't like it in sticks because it felt like I was uh, seeing the code and instead of the game or the design and, and the systems instead of the game and and but with Dishonored, it's the reverse. I, I think it's maybe that I uh, was getting frustrated not knowing when and where they would see me. And um, yeah, so I, I fell off that um, after a couple of sessions. Brings up, up to um, Autumn and uh, me picking up the PlayStation VR. Um, I, of course, started out by trying a bunch of demos. Um, first one I looked at was a Tethered, which uh, didn't really grab me. Um, it's kind of like a real-time strategy, a simple real-time strategy game, but uh, I thought it was a bit confusing and, and muddy graphics. Uh, maybe that was just the settings and I was having problems adjusting, and I'll have to go back to that. We'll see. Um, I gave Thumper a try, but that was so uh, dour and, and uh, heavy. Uh, and also, I was kind of sick of uh, rhythm games, um, at least that type, like the uh, audio surf or something like that. So, um, yeah, didn't go past a single try on the demo. Uh, Res Infinite, um, kind of the same thing there. I've always, I've many times tried to like Res, but I, I like the idea of it more than the execution. 
I've never gotten past uh, area four, so I was supposedly area five is the one to to play, uh, along with the uh, new one in Res Infinite, and uh, um, yeah, um, yeah, those, those it just hasn't grabbed me, but it would be interesting to see those those areas at some point. Uh, Wayward Sky was. Uh, uh, graphically interesting, uh, didn't really grab me gameplay-wise. It felt like uh, a little gimmicky, um, so I didn't stick with that past the demo. Uh, Super Hypercube, uh, that, that's been lauded uh, quite a lot. Uh, I didn't quite see what uh, was so special about it. Um, maybe it was uh, one of the first, first games that people liked on VR and that's that's why uh, I don't know uh, didn't grab me anyway so so I, I moved on uh, Drive Club VR was was cool I, I'm not much of a driving game guy but uh, uh, with the advent of of this new wave of VR uh, I thought that that at least driving games would be the perfect kind of experience because um, uh, you don't have to worry about uh, how you're going to get around. Uh, you're already sitting down, so so it's uh, you're already true to to what the real experience would be. Um, and and that was uh, true in Drive Club VR as well. I really liked um, liked that demo. I kind of don't like the the layout of Drive Club where you have to buy things piecemeal. I I hate those that type of economic model like a free-to-play kind of model but um, so I haven't gone on to buy it um, I've been thinking about getting uh, uh, dirt rally VR but I hear people get sick in that so <laughs> um, now of course I've, I've bought uh, um, wipeout uh, which is getting a VR update soon so so we'll see what that brings but uh, yeah uh, Drive Club VR was definitely cool, but uh, didn't get past the demo. Um, like I mentioned a couple of times, Star Wars Battlefront, uh, I played that several times, the, the VR uh, mission. Uh, love that thing. Um, really wish there was more to it. I wish there was a whole game. Um, um, that, that really uh, is disappointing that they haven't put out a, a VR um, uh, flight game in, in Star Wars. Um, it seems like it would be so easy if they could put together that demo uh, mission, that trial. It seems like they could put together something more. And uh, here's hoping now that uh, the PlayStation VR is picking up uh, Steam and and uh, selling selling more and more. Uh, Harmonix Music VR. Um, that was a fun, fun experience. I, I've now bought it, as I mentioned, and uh, I'm gonna go check that out at some point. That was just relaxing and fun little um, play experience. Uh, it was fun to 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 bob and weave the little characters around, and uh, um, there was also some creation to it, which was pretty cool. Um, then the yeah, the first of the VR games that I 
mentioning that I buy uh, that I bought was uh, PlayStation VR or the uh, Playroom. Uh, actually, I didn't buy it. That that came with uh, the system. Uh, I was thinking of another title. We'll get to that later. But uh, Playroom VR. Um, yeah, the, I, I played the the parts that were single player, where you're controlling robots, and it's kind of like a uh, third-person uh, uh, platformer. Um, I, I, that was fine. It was well done. Um, nothing special. Nothing you do more than once. <laughs> Pretty short experience. Uh, I guess it's just. Uh, I mean, it's just a proof of proof of concept, really. Um, so um, we'll see if that ever. Uh, brings any anything else um, besides just a demo um, cyber Danganronpa VR the class trial yeah really <laughs> really anime as uh, game um, not my not, not my cup of tea um, I played it for a few minutes so didn't really like it uh, didn't see the point of it being in VR I guess maybe I didn't play enough. <clears throat> um, yeah, uh, then I tried the uh, Call of Duty Infinite Warfare Jackal Assault VRA experience. Uh, long title there. Um, that was really well done. It was a well done uh, space uh, action game uh, or just an experience, like they said. Um, that uh, I was impressed. Um, they could do something more with that. They could probably create a whole game around that if they wanted to. Um, but, uh, I mean, I'm not a Call of Duty guy, so um, it, it was just uh, an experience uh, without any emotional or uh, uh, yeah, any ties to it other than that. Next up is Horizon Zero Dawn. Uh, actually, I started playing this much earlier, um, but I'm doing this in the order in which I, in which have, I played the, uh, the the most late, uh, most recent session of every game. So, uh, Horizon Zero Dawn, I've been picking up every now and then. I've played it for maybe 30 hours or so. Um, still hasn't gotten its hooks into me. Um, I was wondering why that was. Uh, while other people are are really loving it and and uh, uh, even saying that it could be the game of the year for for some people, and I was actually happy to hear that uh, some of the crew at Giant Bomb felt the same. They, uh, especially Brad, uh, Brad was saying that uh, he had played some around twenty something hours as well. And hadn't really gotten into it, um, but was trying to give it a fair share, a shake. And uh, so have I been. Um, but I think uh, Jeff uh, Grossman might be right in, in that you should just uh, stick to fast traveling as soon as possible and just see the story and not bother with the world because uh, it gets pretty tedious. And I, um, at least for my part, I have problems um, passing up any any 
any distractions on the way, be it uh, items to pick up or uh, uh, some enemies to fight or whatever. So it takes me forever to get anywhere because I always have to stop and do everything I see <laughs> along the way. And uh, that uh, it gets tired after a while. So um, yeah, we'll see if I get, if and when I get back to Ryzen, um, I feel like I should at some point. Um, we're so close to the end of the year now, so it won't be this year. Um, We'll see what happens next year, um, but I, I, at the moment I kind of feel like I I probably won't. Um, I I really don't. I was th I remember when uh, it was first announced. Uh, the beginning of the trailer looked cool. That it was this post post apocalypse. Um, it was a nice change of pace compared to uh, post to just uh, post apocalypse where everything is ruined and broken. Here, the world has, uh, or nature has started to take control uh, again over the world, and the animals roaming around, kind of like in Last of Us, but without the clickers. And so that would be a refreshing, refreshing uh, backdrop with uh, these tribe, uh, tribal uh, cultures. But then uh, the robot animals, robot dinosaurs, show up, and uh, I really didn't like that idea uh, at all and uh, the look uh, look of them I, I don't really like that either they look kind of like uh, Michael Bay Transformers um, uh, and uh, I, I don't know I, I find them kind of boring and fighting them isn't very fun either so uh, so we'll see if I ever get back to, to Horizon uh, might might be that I don't uh, it's it's a it's a shame considering so many people hold it so high. Um, I mean, I guess it's good that people have different opinions. Uh, some people like some games and and uh, some don't, and um, uh, that that's it's good because there's a breadth of different games. So so that's fine. But it kind of irks me whenever a game is really popular and I don't like it. Uh, I feel like something I'm missing something. Um, but um, yeah, we'll see whatever happens with that. Next up, uh, PlayStation VR Worlds. Um, this um, you could argue that this is kind of like a demo as well for uh, what PlayStation can VR can do. Uh, even though it's um, you have to pay for it, <laughs> um, there was a demo included with the uh, demo disc, and uh, and uh, that got me intrigued enough to to purchase uh, the whole experience. It, it was pretty cheap, I think. I don't remember exactly what I paid, but it wasn't all that much. Um, I, I enjoyed uh, most of the parts. Um, the highest is is fun. Uh, the car chase is the best part of that. Uh, um, I, I kind of like the, or I did like the uh, space section as well. Even it was, if it was kind of uh, uninspired graphically, but uh, it was fun uh, moving around those uh, asteroids. Uh, the memory that I have of it now is feeling a bit queasy. It was so early on uh, for me in VR that 
Uh, I hadn't got my VR legs yet, which uh, I, I feel I have now. So uh, I had to keep sessions uh, shorter. Um, but that was fun. Um, the the undersea part uh, is, uh, I mean, you're just stationary and just traveling down and up again, looking around. It's a good, uh, it's a good introduction to VR. I had my parents uh, try that when they first tried VR, um, and it looks pretty. Uh, yeah, looks pretty. So um, that that on that uh, another game that I bought early was Tumble VR. Uh, a simple uh, um, like block uh, st- stacking uh, puzzle game. You you stack. You, there's a bunch of different types of puzzles, but uh, they all involve uh, blocks in some way. You either stack them high, or you try to build bridges, or you have to try to knock down as many as you can with bombs. And there's uh, also some. Um, puzzles, uh, how, figuring out how to arrange the different blocks and using different materials, and it's uh, it's it's pretty fun. Even though I had some problems with the um, the controls uh, messing up on me, um, it'd be interesting to see now that I've done the calibration recently. I've had a lot less issues. Um, I should go back and try Tumble VR again. Um, maybe I did. I don't remember. Um, I, I tried it briefly again. It's uh, it was fun in the beginning. It's it's a really novel experience uh, to be able to manipulate objects. But now uh, you do that in so many games that uh, I guess it's not as interesting anymore. Um, while we're talking about um, VR experiences. Uh, I also checked out uh, Rigs Mechanized Combat League, which was uh, included with uh, PlayStation Plus, um, and in October. And um, that's, uh, I mean, that's a multiplayer game. I don't really play multiplayer games, but it looks really, really nice. It uh, works really well. Uh, the controls uh, are, are uh, spot on. Um, and it was, uh, in theory, a lot of fun. Uh, I think it would be fun to play with friends. Uh, although I don't really have that many friends with uh, uh, PlayStation VR. Um, but, uh, yeah, it's it's a really nice game. Although it's multiplayer, so it doesn't really hold my interest for long. <laughs> um, another multiplayer game that I, I played a bit more is Eve Valkyrie just because of the space uh, space sim aspect of it um, it's fun to, to ride around in those cockpits and, and shoot uh, and do dog fighting and so forth um, that's a game that I've also gotten a bit um, uh, motion sickness from in the beginning especially I haven't gone back to it now for, for quite a while uh, it's been a couple of months so at some point I'm going to do that. Uh, there was that update where it became available to non-VR users as well. And I haven't tried it since then. Uh, but um, at some point, I guess I'll, I'll, I'll give it another shake. To November and um, I uh, needed a break from VR to try something more meaty. 
and uh, I was interested to give Alien Isolation a uh, shot. I thought it would be good for for October. I started playing in it in October. I I finished it up, uh, or I didn't finish it up. I I had my last most recent session in November though. Um, that's also a game I've had for a couple of years now. I got that as well when I got my PS4 um, two years ago. And um, I've been looking forward to, to giving it a chance. I've been hearing, uh, again, Daniel Riendo uh, really uh, praising that game uh, and uh, saying how, how it really... Uh, evokes uh, the uh, alien uh, feeling and and I've heard that from others as well and you could tell even from from um, interviews that the uh, developers have have made and um, are done and the trailers so it seemed really cool even though I've heard people really uh, irritated with the way the alien works and it would just randomly sometimes show up and kill you and then other times you're fine so uh, there's that randomness to it and um uh it didn't seem like it would be all that fun to be do- doing all this sneaking around without being having to have any agency um i haven't gotten more than to the point where you see the alien the first time or less um uh, several i, I don't, uh, several hours in but uh, i was having the same kind of issue with the uh the robots, uh, autom- autom- automatons, or whatever they called. Um, uh, I think they're called Handy Joes or something like that. Um, but uh, um, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I kind of fell off it as well. It was, uh, I don't know. It's something about the way I, I like the environment, I like the setup, but. Um, it reminds me a lot of Dead Space, which I, I really liked the first two Dead Space games. But uh, I really prefer having that agency, being able to fight back and not having to to just hide. Um, I like games where you're sneaking around, but that's different. Um, um, and uh, I prefer it when it's from third person really, so you could... Uh, get a better view of what's going on. It's it's difficult when you have um, a tight um, field of view like you do in the first person experience. Usually, um, it's hard to get a feeling for where your enemies are and what you need to do. So um, I, I like the idea more than I like the game. Um, that's another one I'd really like to get back to at some point. I kind of feel like I will um, more on that one than I I think I will with other games, uh, especially Horizon. Um, so, so we'll see. Um, it is at least uh, a game I really respect and uh, I, I, I completely exp- uh, understand people that both... Uh, uh, love it, and those that don't, uh, <laughs> it's a very divisive game, I would say. Another of my um, earlier VR purchases was Robinson the Journey, uh, was, which was lauded last uh, year for being, uh, as, well as being um, 
the best experience on PSVR. And um, yeah, it's uh, I, I I don't know exactly what to say about it. Uh, it looks nice. Um, I like the idea of it. Um, I played uh, a number of sessions, um, maybe 10, 12 hours or so. Um, uh, the difficulty is kind of strange. Uh, some puzzles are... It's difficult to figure out uh, how to progress in some places. I think the place I got to, um, there might be a bug or something. It doesn't feel like you can do anything. Uh, and I think I watched or read some walkthrough and it seemed like something was supposed to happen that didn't. So maybe I'm kind of stuck. I hope that's not the case and I have to restart. I hope it's not a bug like that. Um, but uh, they have this strange uh, concept of of uh, in-game you see your hands, but the game is controlled with a controller. Uh, so the, even though the the uh, uh, main object that you're holding looks like a move controller, so it seems like they intended for it to be played with move controllers and then changed it uh, at the last minute either because they couldn't make it uh, get it to work or uh, well, that's probably why, if that was the case. Uh, so it, it feels a bit stale. Uh, you can tell it's an earlier title. Um, but uh, it's cool to, to get up and close with the dinosaurs. Um, uh, we'll see if I get back to it. Uh, I'd like to at some point. Next up is a, a bunch of games I already talked about uh, we've come to the point where I actually started this uh, this channel um, first game I think I talked about was uh, Farpoint it was either that or super hot VR and um, uh, don't know if I have anything else to add to those games uh, Farpoint is cool but uh, I had a lot of problems with uh, having to recalibrate all the time. Uh, maybe if I go back, I won't have those issues now that I've, I've uh, uh, gone through the setup again and moved the camera and, and all that and learned about lighting conditions that I have to take advantage or take into account. Um, uh, one point was that I noticed uh, is that I had a couple of lights um, that were shown were visible on camera and those can be distracting for the for the tracking so so I've, I've tried to make sure to have those off in the background and I, I I get the feeling that it helps it doesn't feel like I have to recenter as often uh, the drifting isn't as bad I think or maybe I'm just um, playing games where where it doesn't matter as much we'll see I'm hoping for for the uh, prior but uh, we'll see um, super hot VR is a cool experience, even though um, uh, it, it can be frustrating trying to to move uh, just a little bit and uh, and duck enough to to be out of reach. But uh, then you tend to duck maybe sometimes so far that you're out of the playing area, and that's like messes things up and. Uh, uh, yeah, but I like the idea. I want to get back and finish that, uh, definitely. I've only played a couple of sessions, really. 
uh, fated. I mentioned that. I just had that one session to try that out. Um, uh, it's more of a... Uh, it's not as much of a game, I think, but uh, it'd be fun to, to go through that uh, just leisurely. Um, uh, Dungeon Punks, I hardly remember. It was a beat-em-up, I think. Um, uh, probably never check that out again. Uh, Assassin's Creed 4, Black Flag... Um, the one session I had, I was kind of hungover, and uh, uh, so that that uh, viewing or that um, play session isn't very uh, representative, I think, of the game. Um, uh, at some point, I'll get back to that. Um, Batman VR, I've talked about that. Uh, uh, so it's, it was an okay experience, really short. Google Worlds is a game my son and I have been playing all year long. I mentioned it a couple of times. Um, that's a game that's um, that we've both been really uh, into, um, probably for different reasons. Uh, I find it a lot of fun to, to build. Uh, he likes building as well. I, we, we do that quite a lot, build the new houses. He gets to decide what, what to build and what colors to use, and, and I do the building. Uh, of course, I... I Often uh, it's more of a me interpreting what he wants, <laughs> so I, I kind of control it um, just the same. But um, uh, that's been a fun experience, uh, running through the story mode, uh, collecting gold bricks by um, um, finishing different tasks for for different Lego characters, and also chasing down. Uh, these little green guys that um, either carry new types of bricks that you can use to build, or they carry the gold bricks which you're using, uh, which are the collectibles that you need to unlock new uh, worlds and new powers. Um, that, was, that was a fun experience for uh, many, many hours. Uh, after a while, it got uh, a bit tedious, so uh, when you've seen pretty much what the game has to offer. There's been a few uh, fun uh, um, updates. Uh, there was a, a Christmas update and a Halloween update, so that was fun. And um, uh, Also, we, we purchased the Space uh, DLC, which brought in some, some new pieces and environments and, and all that. Um, at some point, like I mentioned before, I think I'm going to go and uh, just make a model of our house. I think that would be fun. Um, towards towards the end, we switched over to the to the build mode instead of the story mode, which uh, allows you to have access to a lot more pieces. But uh, you can go back and listen to previous episodes uh, to hear about those. Um, and such is the case with the rest on this list as well. I'm just going to read these verbatim um, you can go back and listen to whatever episodes I talked to them talked about them uh, on because we're now up till uh, December so this is just uh, really recently um, sticks I've talked a lot about that played uh, had a lot of fun with that I'm gonna go back to that at some point what remains of Edith Finch um, nice experience but uh, um, wasn't as um, 
groundbreaking as I thought it would be. Doki Doki Universe, uh, kind of pointless. We checked that out just one time, me and my son. Worms Battlegrounds, it's uh, definitely a Worms game. <laughs> um, that would be fun to play in multiplayer, not all that much fun on your own. Goragoa, that's one of my favorite games of this year. Uh, really love that game. Gonna definitely be mentioning that in my top list for the year. Um, Prey, like I've mentioned before, I've given that a couple of uh, attempts. Um, it's growing on me. Uh, I need to get back at some point and play that. I think I will. Accounting Plus was really cool, um, even though I it didn't take more than a couple of uh, gaming sessions to, to complete it. It, it really made me uh, look forward to, to uh, virtual reality. And uh, hopefully they'll do another accounting plus as well or something like that. Uh, uh, Static was a cool demo. I mentioned that just yesterday. Uh, so uh, the rest of these I, I won't say anything more about. So uh, the rest were Job Simulator again. Psychonauts in the Rhombus of Ruin. The Elder Scrolls File of Skyrim. Raw Data demo. Tiny Tracks demo. The Persistence demo. Uh, Moss and Star Child demos, um, as well as Raw Data demo. And um, that's pretty much uh, all I played this year. It's been a real cool gaming year. Um, it's been an odd year because I spent so much time with Zelda. Uh, a third of the ge- of the year was spelt, spent on, on just Zelda. <clears throat> Of course, I, I don't forget that. That was a lot of fun. Um, and it was fun to, to get a new system as well uh, with PSVR. Uh, we'll see if the Switch uh, arrives before New Year. Um, I might have some first impressions on that. Otherwise, uh, that will be next year's big uh, system, I guess, along with some more PSVR, which is really looking uh, promising for next year. Um Really looking forward to, to like I said, the uh, Star Child and Moss, and the Persistence was cool as well. Um, raw data is already out, but uh, I'm looking forward to, to checking that out, uh, along with some other titles that I have on my to play list. Um, so it's been a, it's been a good year, even though I've had some disappointments, as I mentioned uh, earlier. Um, uh, and I think uh, I, I'll probably do a little review uh, statistics review since I I like to keep uh, tabs on on how much and when I play games um, and what I'm playing so I have stats on all that um, and I'll probably do an, a little analysis show of that uh, just after New Year when, when all is said and done <clears throat> and um, We'll see. Maybe maybe I'll even do a prediction so show that might be fun. Even though it's, this is a journal type of show, um, it might be fun to, to be able to go back and hear some predictions. Um, I don't think that's really my strong uh, suit, but uh, who, who cares really? Uh, it could be fun. So we'll see. But uh, yeah, that, that was 2007 in a nutshell.